You're listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast, the new brand of AM radio. Welcome back to the AntsMarching.org podcast, the Ants podcast. Joe, hi. I don't even. Yeah, we have to reintroduce ourselves. When's the last time we did a? When's the last time we did a podcast? I know that answer. September, uh, like twenty first, two thousand. 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What? It's been 2000? I've skipped another 2000. year." We don't count the yeah. COVID years, right? Well, those don't those don't actually count. Well, then our last one was, and not, if that doesn't count, then the, that's COVID, right? Yeah, September 21. Oh so, yeah, so and then I guess we I already missed that part. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I recognize that we are uh, in the middle of the Darien Lake show. Um, that's okay. If something pop, pops up really interesting to chat about, we'll we'll do that. But, yeah, um, I'm getting I'm getting alerts on my phone thanks to the the uh, DMV Hub app and uh, the absolutely. new live the new live new live pane. What is it? What do we, what do we call this? Live activities. activities. Live activities right on the homepage keeps it, keep me updated. Yeah, following along on they, the set here. They see they I I finally have got it down pretty where it's pretty sorted and and uh, reliable now. And I don't know if anybody all played the setless game, but um, I integrated it where. If you're playing the setlist game and you're just getting regular push notifications, you'll get, you know, now playing 41. But if you played it or picked it, it'll say, hey, you, you, you hit it, you spotted it, you opened with it. Like, it'll contextually for you, your push will have that in there. Yeah. But if you have the live activity going and you actually, this only applies to people with a new phone, the IT, the 14 Pro, because it needs the dynamic island on the main one. Just touch and hold on the island and it expands. And right now, normally it says, like, the last time it was played – um, how many times this tour and um, I, I can't some, something like that. If you're playing the Setlist game, it tells you how many points for this song you got, your total running points, and your current rank, which is I, I mean how ama- you can now be at the bar with all of your friends that don't care anything about the Setlist game and now brag to them and they will have they will they will still have no idea what you're what you what is going on but you will be in you will be in heaven well you will be what like I just spotted that? the next I just spotted two songs in a row and they'd be like we have no idea what you're talking about it's like all right never mind I'm I'm going to go back to my go back to my setlist uh, yeah, game Yeah, I think takes a sip and says what's spotted yeah, what's what's what are you talking about? Spotted? You, don't they play? Don't they play all the same songs every show? What, 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 what? Well, Joe, if you could sum it up in thirty seconds, what's been new with you in the last two almost two years? Because, I mean, we've seen each other in person, I don't know, a number of times since the last podcast. This is the first time I think I've seen you virtually in a long time. New uh, new albums bring us together, huh? I guess we need a new album to uh, to to bring us together. Um, things, things are good. I don't know what's new. Um, still living in the same location. Um, you weren't on that I-95, were you? That wasn't you. No, that was that. Uh, they're knocking down some, anyone seen the bridge? I don't Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. Uh, no, it's it, yeah, in my state, but not, not in my city. Um, so yeah, th- I mean, not, I don't know that anything that crazy is different. Um, much of the, much of the same. How about you? Very good. Uh, not as not as moved. great as your yeah. Not as not as much as is going on in your in your life. Yeah. So um, I moved out of the Seattle area and now live in the Nashville area. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> your neighbors? Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Right. And we. Um, I am a daddy now, so we have a Woo-hoo! nearly twenty month old daughter. 
adorable. Yep. Which is great. Yes. She loves her Uncle Joe. So that was and and you finally got to meet her. Yeah. What? They're in the Nashville show weekend. Yeah. Um took too awesome. lo- took too long to make it happen, but um I did. I did. it happened. But what we did we did the Gord shows last year. Um that was to my be my retirement uh my retirement weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. Last show was last and, retirement. And they were amazing and it was just I, I was able to decouple or 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 blend together maybe like the social aspect and the music and just kind of take pressure off the music. But then the music was awesome, but everything just everything was great. It was a great weekend, so I'm like, I'm back, baby. Woo! Let's go to MSG. Let's go to MSG. We did MSG. That was my first time seeing the band at MSG. I was gonna say in New York, but I saw Dave and Tim at Radio City. Nice. Um, and then Nashville this year. The remainder of the summer up in the air. We'll we'll see. We'll see. But it's not no. I, I love that it was the last show, and then it's already been three shows since then. Mm-hmm. Um, who would have thought well, that we would... The we MSG would... was a special weekend outside yeah. of the concerts, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a fun... It was, it was, a, it was a special weekend. It was a fun weekend. Joe, Joe turned a certain, a certain number. <laughs> you got to celebrate when you turn 27. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a DMV right. song. For the, so. for the 14th time. <laughs> <laughs> oh... For those that don't, Matt Matt is like the machine behind the ants and and the app and everything. But yeah, doesn't go to all the shows. Like, how amazing is that? You know, go to only go to two shows or one show and to to spend all this time uh, on the community and on the website on the app. Um, to, and to and and what, was fine with that. But now to have you go into three or more shows a year, we had to go five shows last year. Um, yeah, that's un, unheard of. Well, I, I tell you, and I thought about this. It's funny you said that. I thought about it where I'm I am certainly more a fan of the technology and making the fan community cool stuff than I am about the actual music anymore. At this stage, look, I've been I've been following the band for twenty five years more or more. Like it's yeah, it's it's uh it's def- definitely not as intense about the music as it was at one point for sure. Mm-hmm. But the, the fun part is the band or the site allows me to stay close to the band and what's going on. You keep me plugged into like how the shows are going. And then we go to a show and it's just a wild blast and it's kind of a good blend. I don't know if I could do hard, go hard at both. Yeah. So I think it works. It's a good blend. Then you got me on the other hand that um, I think this year I'm already at nine shows um, and a whole bunch more slated set to hit my 300th show at Deer Creek. Um, so that's going to be a nice little milestone to check out. I think I'm more excited about if I can get there. Who knows if I can ever get there. But I think 365 is like actually a cool number. Um, if, I, if, I, if I could ever get to that number and if the band I think keeps it going. If what? If, they, if you ever could get to that number, then what? What do you mean? I think that's a cool number to hit. Like that's well, a, like okay. to say you've done okay. 365 DMV shows. Um, True. I think that's a. Pretty but you were leading that up like that. Then I could probably not go to you know as many anymore. Like that that part B of that sentence that it stops, I don't think exists. That it stops. No, no it's, like, not, yeah. it's not there. <laughs> it's not there. Well, I mean, well, I mean, no. for a lot of for a lot of people um, at this point, it's uh, the shows are an opportunity to see friends, to see people that we've been doing this for many years, and it's a chance to get together. Either in our hometowns or in or, or travel and see a new city or or see visit a friend's city. So, um, and the shows are a nice little bonus. And we got some new music um, these days. 
to this. I think I, I see the light of your point of view on so much when it comes to the band and their music and the concert experience now, like that's, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I like when we dive in to let's critique and analyze, we can certainly diverge, but I think we see where each of us is coming from. And it oftentimes is at a different place because, you know, I'm, I'm compartmentalized. Let's just talk about the music and just talk about, well, Hey, at the show, I don't care what they play. Like, well, they're two different things. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's, well, I mean, that's, then I want to, yeah. I want to raise a glass. Oh you, my goodness. My friend, we didn't even, yeah, here. we didn't even cheers. Wait, what do you got there? I have a whiskey by a local distillery called Leaper's Fork okay. Distillery. Okay. It's very close by. It's very nice stuff. Um, and it's a, it's a wonderful whiskey. What's really quick history, like you think of Tennessee and you're like, whiskey's been around forever. Jack Daniels, George Dickel, like oh, these, are, these are old distilleries. The Tennessee is a greater state. Uh, could not distill until like 2014. It just changed. Mm. And you're like, what? Well, after Prohibition, all these states still had per state like bands. But Tennessee went and left all the bands in place, but they switched it to as a county by county basis. You can, you can do whatever. So I, I, Mason County is one of them. I can't remember the names. But anyway, the counties that housed George Dickel and Jack Daniels repealed it immediately. So they've been going for, for, mm. for decades. But the rest of the state didn't get off the duff until like the last 10 years. And that's why, what, you're kidding me. These guys are a four-year-old distiller, you know, six-year-old distiller. Yeah, they are. But they're putting out awesome stuff. And, the, you know, the DNA of, of distilling is, is in this area. Kentucky and Tennessee are big, big time yeah. players. So Leaper's Fork Whiskey. Mm, looks delicious. It's got a great color. I just grabbed a beer from my fridge, and I don't have a lot in there. So I've grabbed a Lagunitas Stereo Hopic. Is that what it is? I don't know. Um, it sounds stereo. If we're talking about music, seems like a cool thing to have. Hot pairings, <laughs> Strata, Volume 5, no idea, limited series. Here we go. We're going to get it a little open. Oh, there goes the cap. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. That's everyone out there. Ah, I love doing a podcast with a drink. Indeed. Indeed. Okay. We can break it down and start diving in here. Um, obviously... What we're here to talk about, first and foremost, is Walk Around the Moon. Band's new album came out, well, geez, <laughs> we're about a week short of a month ago. Like, that that was quick. Yep. Uh, Walk Around the Moon. Um, title track, opening track. This is, let, let's frame it. This is the band's first studio release since Come Tomorrow, which was 2018. That was the band's first studio release since um, Away From the World 2012. So you got... You basically, this is the second album in 11 years, mm. which can kind of find some, that frames something for me. That, 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 that informs a little bit of some of my opinions when I come around to it, because what it comes down to is I waited for, I mean, this is what we've gotten in 11 years, this body of work. And that's a statement, good, not, neither good or bad at this point, yep. but painting it like that, it's a bit of a bummer. Um, but I think it's no secret that this band probably doesn't love the studio, I, and it probably hasn't for a long time. And I think we've seen that, you know, in terms of the the busted stuff after, you know, after after the Lily White sessions caused such a, an uproar, and and just the struggle to get back into the studio. And we've seen them, we're excited, we're going to put an album out this year, and they go into st- sessions, and they then they come out, and they come out, and before you know it, two or three years have gone by, yep. and it's supposed to be out two summers ago. I, I would assume that they don't love the studio. 
at this. It's a, at this I think point. it could be a lot of it could be a lot of factors. Um, do we do they need the studio? Does that add any value? Like, it's not like music hasn't been being creative. There wasn't any creativity during this time where we were hearing new stuff from year to year, new covers or new new originals. They weren't making it to an album. Is that a problem? And that might, you know, stem from, hey, some people have a personal preference. Some people some people need that album experience, want that album experience, want that studio recording. I see. I knew you would be raising your hand. Yeah. Um, and others are like, new music is great and I've heard it. Why do I need to go hear it again? Why do I need to go get a studio album? Why do I need to hear it in studio? I'm... I'm, I'm I've already heard it live, and I'm and we have a you know a, a live recording of it. That's that's good enough for me. And there's something about the fidelity and the permanence of it, and like this is the official version of the song, and the live versions are all versions of that. Yeah, performances based off of that. I mean, think of the think of forty one on Crash, and that I mean in terms of a studio track, it's it's quintessential. Everybody knows it's just. You and I talked about this a little bit, just how I, I feel like 41 is like the fondest considered song on the band's catalog. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the live versions are awesome. But what is your what do you feel like when you hear that that studio track? That's special. Even though you've seen 41 200 times, that's special. That crash that crash release. But because you heard it studio first, or because, uh, or did, or did you hear it? Yeah, I, I can't, I can't answer that. I did yeah. hear it studio first. Right. I, 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 yeah, that's a great, great point. Um, overall, I think anything worth doing is worth doing right. Okay, let's let's go from there. And so with with that, I mean, you're right. The the, the landscape also means they might never, they don't need. Do they need to do a studio album? Do they need to? You're, I know, and 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 I think you know, I I made a a point about this. Related to um, how do album sales do on this um, might be an indication of does the do the fans really care of that much about studio and here's it there wasn't any kind of special unique uh, bonus track or anything extra to come along with it and so um, you know do, do the fans vote with their dollars um, I know we had you know some polls in the forums on you know what people were doing for the, the album purchase and. There, there's definitely a contingent that's very happy with. I'm gonna, I'd rather put my money towards concerts and yep. merchandise versus studio albums, and I got my streaming platform, and you yep. know, I'll, I'll consume it on that, or, you know, I, I don't, they don't even maybe listen to DMB in their stream, in their normal streaming patterns. They would, they, um, listen to other stuff. So, that that entire means of consuming now, um, physically, I bought the vinyl. Because if I'm going to buy something, I want it to be a, a, a format like that, not a CD, right? So outside of that, though, if I didn't have a record player, I'd probably still buy the vinyl. But, <laughs> but you know, how do I listen to it? Yeah, I opened up the vinyl. I've been listening to it there. But streaming, of course. And, and that, you know, the streaming numbers, you said you gave a review of that. We also kind of got the, the first week sales, which appeared low. But then the article itself seemed to indicate that they were impressed by that number. So I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, they, they, for, for anyway, I think they sold uh 40,000 albums. Was that number one? Was that number one? Were they number one? Yeah. For physical album sales? Yes. They were number one for that week with 40,000 albums. Were they if come tomorrow, continue their, their, their streak was dead, right? No, that was still, they still, they debuted. 
they debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 with Come okay. Tomorrow, which but they continued. got passed by another band because they were more prolific with releases, right? Um, nope. Uh, DMB no? still oh, hold, DMB still holds the record. Um, I think Metal as a band. That's the key word is band. Um, there are a number of solo artists that do have more number one debuts. Um, hmm. Eminem um, is one of them. I think it's maybe Taylor Swift and, and Jay Z. Like there's a there's a handful of solo artists that have, but as a band, uh, we uh, Dave Matthews Band. I said we there. Uh, Dave Matthews Band um, has has the the streak for the longest. Uh, Metallica was on Dave Matthews heels, one behind, I think. And they just had an album uh, release, new album, a um, couple weeks before Dave Matthews, and they did not debut at number one on the Billboard 200, so their streak was broken. And then, um, but uh, did they did they run up against the freight train, or did they sell fewer albums than DMB? They sold a lot they, more physical albums than DMB. They sold like 160,000 physical albums, whereas Dave Matthews Band sold 40. So wild to think about that. Metallica, Scott. It's, it's almost like you got the best movie ever, but you're not releasing it the same weekend the Harry Potter's coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, don't, you know, don't try to fight that. Yeah, don't don't go up against that. Now, you know, so yeah, Dave Matthews Band had the number one um, album physical album sales for the week. Something to be proud of. Vinyl okay. I was clearly the, the majority of that. Um, but we're not, they did not, they were number five, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, on the Billboard 200. So they were far far behind debuting at the number one spot of what they needed to continue the streak. Um, and so you can thank Morgan Wallen for that and um, his I think 162 million streams that he had in the week uh, versus I think DMB had about 5 million streams in the in the debut week so just to put it in perspective how I mean pop is pop and whatever's popular at the time you could tell that's that's a pretty dramatic difference um and over the years the way that they've you know recorded number 1 on Billboard 200 has changed and what counted versus like albums that were included with tickets or not included with tickets um, and now they have album say, equivalents that do factor in right. streams. And so it's, you know, you could, you could say, Hey, let's keep going by the physical units. And yeah, DMB was the highest in physical units that week. We can, we can hang on that if we want. Or, uh, or they uh, can know. start folding in tour ticket numbers. And then all of a sudden uh, right. now they're a powerhouse again. So, oh yeah, no, you know, no. I mean, listening that, habits the, the numbers, the numbers on touring over the, the I mean, yeah. it's just staggering on what this band yeah. has been able to. They're, to they're an all timer. They're a hall of fame band. hundred percent. You know, twice on Sunday, absolutely. Yep. Except in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Too soon again. Too soon. So Too we soon. got a ton, a ton of feedback. Um, but I, I, I think let's let's first. You want to go through albums, Joe? Joe and I both gave ourselves homework and said let's take some notes. Yep, we did, we've done notes. this for past albums. And listen, we're on we're on we're on the record. It, or AK, we're on the airwaves as uh, locked in lock in history on our initial impressions. We I think we always reserve the right that they may change, and that that's okay. That's not that can change over time. But I think it's interesting that we have this little time capsule that we record our initial thoughts, um, and it's forever there. And we can you know debate these over the years as how 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 did how did the songs change? So we got We got to we got to be on the record, and we'll put each other on the record of. Uh, how we All hear right. about the songs. So we're going to just go track by track? Let's do it. We, we have not discussed how we're going to do this, so we're, we're going no. to figure it out as we go. 
I'm putting a little bit of the music in the background, just so you know. Just hopefully, hopefully, it won't get copyright struck. But yeah, you know, just just as as it as it goes, it gives it a little a little feel to it. Um, opening track, "Walk Around the Moon." I gotta say, I gotta say, and I told Joe before we started recording, I am all over the place with this album. And talk about initial impressions. I'm all over the place. So I wish I could be like, "How are you gonna feel in a year, Matt? How are you gonna feel in a year?" Because that's what I want to answer. That's a question I want to answer because that's longevity. Ray, I hated Raven at first. How about that? I hated Raven. Couldn't get into the song. Yep. And now it's now it's a top fifteen song. I mean, yeah, I I very much enjoy it. So walk around the moon. I I took notes. I wrote things down. And then at the very end, I kind of put a plus, a minus, or a tilde. It's kind of like ah, eh, neutral. I, I like this. This is kind of this is kind of like the show flow. You're kind of yeah. Kind of you're kind of doing a little album flow, uh, show flow. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, first of all, the thing opens up sounding like two other songs, Raven Acoustic, speaking of Raven, and it Break Free. It's the same damn riff, which is okay. Um, solid production, right? I, I, You got that little falsetto. Little da, 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 it's okay. Um, but I find, I find throughout the day I've got it in my head. I, I had nothing from Come Tomorrow in my head. Nothing. Ever. Um, but uh, outside of disdain, but <laughs> the, um, I, I, I dig it. Uh, it's, it's a, it, with the trend of the album, it's a little, little awfully laid back, uh, still got a, a bit of softness to it, floating a little bit, mm -hmm. uh, a little playful, but, um, overall I, en I enjoy, I enjoy the title track. It's so fitting. Yeah. It's be the title track. But, you know, yeah, you think the album should be named something different? No, shouldn't be the first. No, I'm sorry. Okay, shouldn't be the opening track. Should be the opening track. See, I think it's fitting. I don't know that I care passionately about this. I think it's fitting that it's the opening track, given this is the song that inspired the album, um, or inspired inspired everybody to get into the studio. Rob Evans, you know, at the you know urging Dave, saying, "Hey, I think you got something here." Let's get Carter in the studio and get his take and um, add his perspective on this. And hey, listen, it's been a long time since the last album, which we talked about. We needed that moment. And so at the least, this song could get give the, it full position. Yeah, at least you could be, give it the nod and say, like, listen, this is because of you. Um, we're going to do this. Uh, so I, I, I like that kind of piece of it. There's one little thing that I think with this track, if you listen at the start of it, they got this like, record scratch like a what, what 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 and for initially i haven't I, initially i don't think i'm accurate anymore i was really convinced that that was some kind of audio that we needed to play backwards because it's like a and i'm like wait play that backwards what 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 might be that what what what's what's in the audio um did it happens. It? To, yeah, I was like, "Is that what should we spin the should we spin the record backwards on that one?" I don't know. It's just it's out of place to me. It's like why? Why? Like we're not going to reproduce that live. It doesn't add anything, in my opinion, to it uh, in the moment. I just feel like that's out of place. Um, unless it was I played something it backwards. Okay, and what they I say? I do know what it says. What it says? Shug shot me. Oh. We finally solved it. We solved the mystery. The Tupac murder. <laughs> we solved it. Um, you know, Carter, I love Carter on the song. Carter's awesome. He's very prominent. Like, he's doing freaking toms and, and cymbal play and uh, hi-hat play and everything. Now awesome. playing Walk Around the Moon. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I love it. Well, you know, let's just keep that flow going. Let's keep it going. Um, right. They heard us talking about it. Like, here, we're just going to do this. 
Um, and you know funny. what else I like about it is like Dave, and this is like maybe a little bit of a theme of the album is for most of the songs, Dave is singing what I would call naturally versus like the falsetto. Um, and I think some of the past recent work is there's been a lot of falsetto, a lot of, um, you know, high, high singing. And that's not, that's not the case for a lot of these songs. There are, there is falsetto on here, but I think it just comes off so natural when he sings natural. I, I think it's, it's really, um, I don't know, easy listening for me at least. I'm with you on that. But the end of the song, and this is a, a thing, and I, and I know it's not going to change, unfortunately. So you could argue that what's the point of bringing it up? But violin. Should, should I about this is a song that needs violin. It's just, mm. uh, I, I don't want to summarize my overall thoughts, but um, I, I too early, but I, I will be revisiting. And, and when point. you say violin, you don't mean strings. Or do you mean yeah. strings? Um, no, I mean violin. I, I a just, single, I a he, single something that's doing, you know, a single sound that's well. When I say violin, I mean violin, not strings. And when I yeah. say sax, I mean sax, not horn section. Like in terms of what I want to hear. Yeah, got it. Yeah, that's you know we talked about that before. But, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, not not bad. Uh, yeah. and, and and a pretty decent opening. Now, and it's the and it's the longest song on the album, I believe. Uh, four by four a minutes. second. Uh, second? Okay. Yeah, there are by one, a two, by three, a second. Gotcha. four, five songs in this album under three minutes. It is. I mean, we are in a it, we are in an age of um, low attention span. <laughs> um, I didn't know it was going to translate to song lengths, but um, you know, it does. It makes the album very listenable. I will say, like, in, in the sense that. Um, this is a little bit one of my notes of the of the album as a whole is I don't necessarily have skip songs. I don't have I don't have any songs that I'm like skip. And I think that go there's a couple. If they were six minutes, you would. If it was it was the wrong kind of six minutes, yes. Right. But nothing at two minutes and thirty seconds is not listenable. Um, really interesting. And so um, from that sense, you know, this album to me doesn't have any skips, but it might be partly because of the song links. No, it's a really good point. I, I think, I think I agree with that actually. Um, and I probably would have skips uh, a few times if, if, uh, if they were longer, I'll tell you yeah. one thing though, that is not a skip is the next song. Mad men's eyes. I would probably say my favorite track on the album. Woo. We're crown. We're second track in and he's crowning the best second track in. There it is. I mean, um, First there's, single. There, there's first of all coming in, and as much as I gripe about the horn section, this takes that kind of too much horn section, that strong, beefy brass, and and drives it. I I, I like that, mm -hmm. um, and I think it works for this song. The the where I, I think about like the horns, like break it apart and and give me the jazz, give me the the exploration and this and that. Not this not this coordinated wall of sound no, this song that works actually mm -hmm. I, I like that um you know the band really I, they've got an affinity for this egyptian you know kind of vibe they've only done uh, four songs now i think minarets last stop what you are yep mad men really I, it works they whatever they, they got they got a, a feel for it i like how um 
I almost feel like there's a feel to the song, like you're running and you get a little bit too out over your skis and you start to stumble, but you don't fall. Mm-hmm. All, like So that kind of out of control, but not falling. And there's a, the way he... The way he sings through the verse strikes me as that. It's just, mm-hmm. it's not really this rhythmic verse. It's just kind of, oh, I just thought of something. Let me spit it out. Yeah. And I love that. I, I love that feel. And then the transition to the pre-chorus, it's it's a great song. I really it's like great, it. It is a really good song. Um, and it had staying power on the, on the singles charts. Um, uh, Mammon's Eye stayed at, I believe, number three for um, nearly a, 10 or 11 weeks. Uh, on impressive. the on the adult alternative charts, um, it, it, and I myself heard it, uh, uh, you know, out in public, which is you know, uh, you know, not so many times you always hear DMB just on like you know at a at a restaurant when the music they're playing. Uh, I, I would hear Mammon's Eye, so it, it did awesome. I, I think it's for me like the song that's most fitting that I could see like appearing on other DMB albums. Like it just it, it like you said, I think it goes to like what you're saying with. Um, you know, minarets, which I still hear people at the shows say, uh, minarets. And, uh, no, it's not minarets. One of these times, one of these times, you know, they're going to fake, uh, and, um, maybe not, not this apart. year, but in, in future years. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I would love to play that game one time on a future podcast episode and to take apart these newer albums and then take an older beloved album and say, yeah. what song, what track would you take off the older album to put? This yeah. one on. Would the you album get, you be vote somebody valid? vote a track off the off the album vote right, a track right. off the album and put it on somebody else's yeah right right yeah. um but to your point Madman's if you say it's got a feel that it could fit on an older album I would say that's almost the only song I'd say this about I think I'm that's have not to... a bad thing right the band yeah. sounds different that's not a bad thing all by itself but um but yeah. And I, I put down uh, Coffin as my MVP on this, which goes again to your 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 notes. Coffin, the start of the song, throughout the song, um, you know, strong strong performance. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I, there's certainly a hell of a lot more Jeff in this album than there was Come Tomorrow. Yeah. He's on a milk. He's on a milk carton. Oh, they're now playing. No. Ah, oh, <laughs> darn it. That would have uh, been awesome. Um, no, they already nope. played it, didn't they tonight? Yeah, yeah they'd already played it. Yeah, yeah, we, we've got to go back in time. I, yep. the, the one one disclaimer about at least my my um, comments here, and um, you can say if there there is a disclaimer for you too, is uh, I'm not a lyric person. Um, I, I think we've talked about this in the past, but I'll just mention it here is like when I hear a, a lot of people, you hear a song, you hear one of two things first. You either hear the lyrics or you hear the music first. Uh, usually, you're one or the other. Um, I hear the music and I do take, too. I have to listen to it a lot until I start listening to the till I start picking up the lyrics. And so I think, you know, that's just that's just a, that's the perspective that I'm going to be able to provide from. And so I probably won't have good insights into the lyrics on the message. I will say talking to a friend uh, about this, the Mad Men's Eyes, they thought the lyrics were a little bit on the nose, a little bit too 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 blatant where a lot of times i think Dave... he's been guilty of that in recent yeah releases. i mean drunken soldier gaucho some of those were like okay very much on the nose whereas i think one of the one of the things that you know dave's been really good with the lyrics is 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 in a lot of songs is leaving it very open in it, mm-hmm. uh, to the to the listener on what exactly is this about or how does it apply to me 
Um, and I think people like that. Uh, and this, uh, from somebody that is a lyric listener, not me, um, they thought this one was a little bit too, too on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. I, but so far plus two for the album. We're yeah. going by the, going by the show flow. Yep. All right. Looking for a vein. One of these sub three minute songs. Yep. Proudest monkey part two. I don't know what kind of I don't know what kind of Fisher Price drum kit they're using on there. So this is Dave playing around again. Um, in my opinion, this was a come tomorrow uh, flaw in that it was a Dave solo album with some guys playing with him here and there. Um, on this this and, particular track. Well, that was my gripe about come tomorrow, and this song would fall firmly in that in that feel. And uh, let me tell you something: the little high part that he goes into and kind of just holds it out is pretty. It is pretty, but I want like one of these type of songs, uh, an album. He did belly full, you know, kind of halfway through that album. That was a little bit of, okay. Now, now for our front man doing his little thing, E1. Exactly. But this is a, there's this too is many E1s one. on this album. And this is eh, one of them. This is a strong E1. I'd be very, you know, oh, I'd be okay. that I, I, I like this song. I think the, the guitar riff is very catchy and unique, but it's the same thing. Really what holds the song together is Dave's singing. Um, yep. And I can totally, this is like a sing along. It's almost like a sister, like not in the, not like in the song type, but in the fact that it's like, it's just Dave and you're going to sing and you might grab somebody next to you, you know, or, and, and, or just the, at a live concert, just kind of sing along. Um, I find it, I found this, I found this riff for this, you know, music stuck in my head after you know listen you know okay, being away yeah. from the album i've you know had this little kind of noise in my head related well, to i'm song, having so. in my background right now i don't know if you can hear it but i'm yeah i'm liking it more than i did the lesson before right now to be honest yeah but what's weird joe if if i had never heard proudest monkey before and you said this track is on this new album i probably wouldn't like proudest monkey either so there's such a bias to what's come before and that you're comfortable with also and it's so tough to separate that out from yeah. what objectively how i feel about things that's why I think that's why some artists like release uh, you know music under different names is because uh, to try to try to break that because you just you're, you're yep. forced to. I don't know what I I'm really mixed feelings about this like electronic snare that's in here. Yeah, or the snare and the like this keys that are floating behind it almost like it's a movie soundtrack track kind of thing. It's yeah. got this weird. I don't know. It's like it. I'm like why just put a put a normal snare or even a quiet got one the or best something. Like, in why, the world, why arguably, let's go. Yeah, we, and, but then I'm like, well, it kind of works too. So I'm like, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's like, I don't, it doesn't ruin the song, but I'm just wondering no. like, what was the, ch why, why, um, why do this echoey like electronic drum kit? I don't know. I just, I just wonder if that was just all Dave. Maybe it was. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah. I, One of those you, have, you got the liner notes or... next to you? Uh, I don't. Uh, I'll have to look, we'll have to look at them. I don't have any. Pull it off either. the shelf behind you. It's up there, right? <laughs> <laughs> It'll take me a while to go through all the shelves and find find the right find the right one. Um, I, I I think it's I like I think I like that as the best of the E one songs. Um, okay. There, there. Okay. So it's it, for me. Um, I actually marked it as a negative. That Ooh. might be harsh. Yeah, that might be harsh. harsh. I think that's harsh. Um. But I, but at least I, I'll admit that it might be harsh. It, it depends what you're looking. If if you're if you're going into an album knowing you're gonna get at least a Dave solo song or like a an E1 song. Right. And by the way, anybody that's listening, E1 Encore One. It's like the song at the, the start yep. of the encore. Um, it, 
if you know you're going to get one of those on an album, you know, I think it's good. Now, if you're expecting, like, if you're rating this related to, like, a full band song, then I can totally see why you're saying, like, this isn't, I'd rather have a full yeah. band song, then I can see why you would say yeah. um, negative. Yeah. So, Ocean the Butterfly. Yep. Um, this song sounds like the title. Like, I, I, I read the title, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what the song feels like. Mm-hmm. And they have a few songs that I think have a feel that matches their title. I think Jimmy Thing uh, has that. I think Spaceman's got, I love, I know, I know people got so sick of it. I freaking love Spaceman. I just, mm-hmm. what they do, what, it's just different. It's this groovy kind of floaty, trippy song. Um, this one, you know, makes me want to put my feet in the sand kind of thing. I see this rickety boat floating by. <laughs> that being said, whatever the chorus, the, the horn part, I can't stand it. It's so obnoxious. Da, 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 da. I, I don't like it. Really? I don't like it. Don't like it. Uh, but yeah, I, I, the chorus by itself, yeah, or the verse. I I feel like this is like original, DMB original. Like this just – it's not like – doesn't sound like just like a, a four beat song and just like a no. you know sing sing no. verse chorus verse chorus no. like what what are you what are you saying you agreeing no, no, no or are you it's a Jack Johnson cover song <laughs> it is it is it's in a Curious George sequel hey <laughs> that's pretty interesting that's an interesting take uh, I, I I don't know like I'm so used to, this song has grown on me. I'm so used to when we this song first came out. Um, we were just hearing it during COVID, and mm-hmm. it was Dave solo only. And I think like they had an they either had already recorded this a full band version of this or an idea, and it was then Dave trying to do a solo version of it, and it actually doesn't translate. I love Carter's little brush strokes on this, and okay. um, and just the other the other added notes. I think this song works full band. It works a lot less Dave solo, and so maybe it's just a matter of I had low expectations and it went up. You know, maybe that's why I I think so highly of it. I think it just is much better as a band song than a I, Dave solo song. I underlined soft, which I think I underlined it because the whole album nothing reaches out and grabs me by the throat. Madman says, yep. but nothing is like, here you go. Yep. Everything is just like, I could put my feet up and have this in the background and not notice that I just got through all 42 minutes of this album. And that's a criticism when I say it like that. Like I, I like it's, 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 it's too soft. Now you listen to come tomorrow. That should not be a surprise. Right. Yeah. But I think that's probably my, what, my beef. What I, what I wrote, what I wrote is good song. And don't need I don't need to hear it live. Um, I, you know, live it do, it does not doing anything for me. Uh, I, I'm okay. I, I you know like this is probably like a live. I'm okay seeing it. Stevan is actually playing his little mini bass. Uh, I, I believe on this song, and he plays that on. It sounds like an upright. Yeah, I, 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 on the album I'm not sure, but live he's playing his little mini acoustic bass, and um, he does that for Sweet too. And um, yeah, live I'm okay. I don't, I, you know, I like the song on the album. I put good song, and I think this sounds very DMB, and it's not traditional, but it hasn't translated live um, for me. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, okay. Like I a lot of the song, a lot of the songs from the new album, I'm very happy, very happy hearing live. Um, they aren't going to be a bathroom song. 
that's this that's one, huge this, because usually but this they get one this one uh, you know uh, uh, ocean butterfly comes on eh, eh, it's not doing anything it's not doesn't hasn't hasn't matured live yet it uh it's not long enough to pee break so you got no choice <laughs> no choice i put that as a i put that as a tilde i put that okay. as a eh, down the middle not bad not um and here's one that kind of came a surprise again two minutes and 46 seconds i mean Ooh. yeah it's, this is like a blur song this is like you know what's that song Woohoo! what the hell is that called something two right oh um no i don't know what song you're thinking of you know that song by blur i don't know somebody help me out here anyway this thing kind of gives me the um come on come on feel a mm. little bit, kind of that sweeping, sonic feel, and it's got this weird electronic wee wee. It's got that in there, the electronica bit. Um, Dave's vocals really drive this, really soaring. Um, I, it's like more refined. Come on, come on. Uh, I like uh, I like it. I do. Um, Nothing comes out in, again, how much can it breathe in two minutes and 46 seconds? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like if you take classic DMB and got a horn and got a violin, you could really expand this and get some gorgeous interludes and, and bridges. Instead, like most of the album, I feel like absent that, everything was kind of edited down and compressed into this kind of kind of walled-in package. Sonically, and with some exceptions, Jeff got Jeff's got some really nice work on this album. Um, but I, but I just, I feel like, yeah. So it's yeah, a positive, so, but it's yep. just, it's so short. How much can I say? <laughs> yeah, it's over before you, over before you know it. I, you know, I, I think the strings on this really add a lot. Um, that they, they, they added like it, it helps make it Fuller. dramatic. Um, and these buildups and these crescendos, um, I feel like are what is this song? It's like, you know, it's like you feel the emotion in a buildup, which by the way, um, I don't think translates live. Um, this song, this, this song is significantly different in my head from live version to studio version. It's dramatic. It's crescendo. It's, there's a, you know, a buildup on the, on the album, without the strings live and it just doesn't have it, it, you know buddy's playing some stuff on here but it just doesn't have the same quite like crescendo effect that um what, what like the song i mentioned before um a sweet does or something else you know that has like a i love that up. break into the finally when carter comes in i i i love that on sweet i feel like yeah. this song could could be deserving of that and i think that was to your earlier points about like leveraging more, more of the band is could this have us have a sweet drop and and that was a general comment that i put on just the whole album is i feel like just the whole album there's no moment that i wrote here is like we're just like this powerful like everybody come in singing at like just strong like it's like a a, a, you know just in your face like loud like whether that's you know sweet i'm gonna drop like a a gray street with like yeah with like yeah everybody wake up when when batson mixes and fonds on the bass drop at the end 
right? That Dave's playing that high, dun, 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 and then Stefan gets layered, but that I friggin' love that, and I know that the song and the vocals are okay, but um, even stand up, we're talking about, and that 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 album I think has gotten falls to a lot of people's bottom of their rankings list. I don't agree. I think as many problems as there are with it, and I think it's a problem with more of the direction that the people saw the band was going in than the actual yeah, yeah. album. I mean, yep. you might die trying. Like there are, are you know, there are a oh, lot yeah. of "Hello Again." There are a lot of good songs on that album. Oh, um, it's got some. St- all those songs have staying power, and they all yep. are yep. upbeat and fun. Yep. Uh, I shouldn't say all, but I mean the, the album as a whole um, definitely represents. All right. So you gotta. You say it's not great live, but you you like the song. I like the song. Strings are everything. It's good on the album. Live, it needs. It doesn't have the same effect. Um, yeah. I'd rather listen to the studio album, studio version. So we got another E1 song coming up. Something to tell my baby. <laughs> and I, I don't get. I mean, albums nowadays they're not written to be concept albums, right? You're not going to get this one piece of music split into twelve tracks. So there's got to be some kind of flow. I just don't get it. Um, it's funny you say that right. because I wrote this down as the end of part one of the album. I look at the album as two six-track albums. Um, is this the end of side A of the of the vinyl? This, oh, as the in real life, uh, I, I don't yeah. know. But in my in my head, because I, I I've listened to it digitally, this is like the end of one album. Because then the next song to me. Is an album opener, is a show opener, um, and it's the start of the next six-song album. But to me, there's two six-song albums within this one album. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to look at this stinking track list. Yes, Joe, this does end the first the side. First, first side, yeah. So it, it just makes, makes sense. Okay. And now with vinyl, by the way, with vinyl, you are limited on playtime and vinyl um and if you don't want to push this thing into freaking six vi- pieces of vinyl you kind of need a fast album these days and albums al- um and uh, vinyl albums are now outpace any other physical album sales i don't yeah. know if that surprised anybody but now yeah. there's more uh, vinyl sold um than anything else so we got some some Really helpful people in the chat there on the YouTube live stream. Dilly Diamond says it's the last song of Side A. Yes, Dave said it was intentional. There you go. So, okay, great, thanks. Okay, <laughs> thanks for the mid-album nap. Uh, Dave Matthews Band has some pretty good uh, musicians in it. I respect Dave. I respect the hell out of Dave. Um, but it's you know, if he wants to come out with some double two, please be my guest. This is not some level two. This is come tomorrow too. When sure. I put these kind of tracks. This is straight up negative for me. Very bold, very bold character with a pencil line worn out. Wow. Uh, yeah. Not, um, I know a lot of people love it. I know a lot of people love this song. Uh, some people, well, this is their most, uh, this is their best song of the album. It's not mine, but I, I, um, I don't think that I don't think this is a, there's consensus uh, on this. It's back to the falsetto, which I mentioned earlier. Um, I'm, uh, you know, which is just for me. I just like Dave naturally the natural singing versus the falsetto or bringing the falsetto bring it in at certain points super emotional though i can totally see like this being for a lyric person um well again i i did that disclaimer not not a lyric person but i can see this totally being 
you you connect with this song on the emotional level of the lyrics maybe more than the music musicality okay. um and maybe why it doesn't resonate as much for for you or i yeah well all right so now we've got the the beatles so i've had some people say that this uh song like what, what beatles songs does it remind you of and i guess when people say it reminds me of a beatles it doesn't mean it's a beatles song it just means it sounds like very influenced now this is when it was funny because well at nashville they actually debuted the partial cover of i want you she's so heavy which is a beatles song um to intro into this which your which this, your wife called out the freaking name of like like seemed like three notes in she knew exactly what the what it was first time they ever you. played it um not like we would say like not like a number one like a beetle it's not on Beatles no one. not not a yeah yeah and um she nailed it she was she was on top of that yep so fun um huh. i'll say this i guess i see the fit in the album opening up the second half um but this thing's two hours and two minutes and 47 seconds you know what this is joe not a song. This is a the, make it an interlude. Make it a BTS style interlude between two songs, two real songs, two full songs. Um, this is this this screams buddy to me. Like this is because this is not Dave Matthews Band. Like and that's okay, right? I don't mind them trying something different. This is, this is current. This is current Dave Matthews Band. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's 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 what you're gonna that's what you get out of buddy at a well, live show. Well, ticka 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 was just a trans you know a transition. Sure, sure. On the album. And then they turn into this kind of whatever whatever they go into with the something that like, get ready for the friggin' lovely ladies on this song. Get ready and the six other songs they drag along with them at every show too, by the way, because they're on this song in the next eighteen months, I promise you. <laughs> so if that makes you happy Quote it. Quote it. Great. Print the T shirts. <laughs> it 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 reminds me. I like the very beginning. I don't like what it breaks in breaks down into. It's um, weird. It's like I mean, it's, I, I'm not saying weird in a bad way, by the way, but it is. It's two separate things. Yeah. I love yeah. the energy at the start. Like I can when see it comes in. Yeah. Duh, yeah. Duh. It sounds like it was Batson on this because the opening of the song sounds like it's Batson influenced. It's got energy. It's so. It's so. I mean, I could see it opening a show. Like you just come in and you're just like in your face and, um, and then they slows down and they have the fun with it which is great i just actually wish like could we reprise could we reprise the keep first go- part of the song back or keep going yeah, yes. yeah it, it it ends abruptly it like literally ends so abruptly yeah um it, it has so much potential um i just didn't i i, I wish it would like figure out a way to circle back to maybe the, the first part and maybe come back to an, another i almost like when i was listening when i was thinking about like what's a better way to structure it it's like i like it when they slow it down but is there a way to like do like a slow down part where like doom and then but only do it for like real quick and then go back to the high pace things and then it really sets you up for the second time that you come back to like the real slow part that you're like even more into it um I don't know. I think there should there should be some back and forth there, and it just is like two halves. I I like it. Like this this song, one of my favorites. Um, I, I would I, I like seeing it live. It's awesome. Uh, I think it could have been the album opener, but it's like to me it's the second album opener. It's just it's got upbeat and 
Dave, they do like the double lyric Dave with like two vocal, at least two vocal tracks. I don't know, or maybe there's even more of him like singing, um, you know, harmony with himself or just singing over, over top in a couple of different, couple of different styles. I think that's really cool. Buddy, I'm a fan of Buddy. I, I, I can't recall another time that we've had a, somebody get, um, um, singing credits on a song, vocal credits um as opposed to like guest appearance credits like we've had alanis morissette i mean I'm, had... I'm all for tal talented musicians and yeah. there's no doubt that arthur buddy strong is a super talented musician like yeah. and and the band is no stranger to piano right so yep. i'm going to leave out the fact that he's been tasked with boyd right that's not his fault so yeah. so whatever um but outside of that in terms of like the musical talent and passion he brings to the band he's a he's a big net positive i think you know i, I it's awesome to see oh, that yeah. now you know he's clearly the energy yeah he brings yeah. Yeah. everybody's everybody's feeling it so it's a it's a raises all the boats it's, it's yep. super good yep I, I like the song i think it has potential to be even better i like it live um it's, it's definitely one of my favorites on the album okay mine was a tilde mine was mine was a oh wow okay tilde not negative not at all not at all yep. tilde yep. trending towards positive but yeah so here you're like this. Yeah. This is a solid positive for me and one of my favorite tracks on the album. Okay. You were talking about cool. Dave's vocal track and how he's, you know, you like the natural voice and not yep. the falsetto. This is almost like Dave just woke up and just hit the hit the studio and just laid it out. This is him on a rocking chair on a porch in the middle of a ranch just kind of doing oh, and crooning out there and man i love it you, you feel like you feel like it's done. got some like country influence. little tennessee maybe a little tennessee that makes oh, more sense yeah. yeah very very strong i i mean i wish i i wrote down i wish this was the soft song i wish this was the introspective relaxed kind of this is my e1 man this is my e1 um the it, it's it's got a very solid country vibe to it. There's the piano sounds excellent in the song, mm. but this is Dave on the porch chilling, telling you a story, yeah. and he, I, I love it. And it, then what do you what do you think about the what do you think about the end? Um, yeah, yeah, it's got a dodo vibe to me. Dodo, it's got a dodo vibe to me. The, the, uh, yeah. where where where's dodo? Well, the bridge, the bridge part of it. Oh, if I wonder this kind of part, that that horn part of Dodo feels like it's there a little bit. Should we free? Should we free? Section? Should we free Dodo? I almost wore that shirt for the podcast. <laughs> I, wore I wore it a few days ago, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, just so you know, we will be getting to um, to quite a few questions. Okay. Uh, in this, uh, there is a comment here, Mimsy, in, in the chat. Yeah, well, yeah. Mimsy says that uh, she wishes that Joe, you were a college professor with the curve that you grade on. <laughs> you, know, you know, I gotta be honest. I, I, I feel like you catch quite a bit of shit um, from our podcast audience because I get people coming up to me all the time. Yeah, saying, why do they always Man. pick on me? Why do they always pick on me? Uh, listen. <laughs> Sometimes or maybe right you only pick the maybe you only person. pick the oh, maybe you only pick the comments that are making fun of me. You don't pick Isn't the that comments beautiful, that are making right? fun when of you. When you control the mail, you control information. <laughs> I think the great Newman said that. Um, let me let me pop a question here in the middle of this. Yeah. 
Um, this is both uh, Garrett and John Souza pretty much asked the same question, but how in the world did a studio recording of Bismarck not make the final cut of this album? There are a few people who are, who are asking about Bismarck. Mm. And it's so interesting because it's getting played, you know, all of a sudden. And Big it's time. returned. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't have a good answer. Do you have a, a take on that? It's a good question. I don't know, but I've also stopped trying to place logic on studio designs <laughs> or album. I mean, really. I mean, I mean, the Bats and Sessions leaked during, between Come Tomorrow and this, right? Mm-hmm. And there were, you know, Come On, Come On was on there. All this, like all these old songs, songs we've never heard of, which blows my mind because I remember back in like the early 2000s when I was part of some crews that were basically made it a full-time job like tracking down rumors and trying to get access to like what they're up to and we feel like we knew everything that they were doing the bathroom sessions come on here's 30 tracks you've all never freaking heard of congrats like so i don't know what goes into you know what they what they what they put in an album but i mean it's just there's a lot of you know um listen we're going we're gonna go i'm gonna i'm playing around i'm i'm got a little idea just turn on a microphone and record it and because you never know what you might capture and so they're not really not, they might not all be songs they might just be ideas you know things that came up and they didn't survive and it's just part of the creative process and i we would you know as cr- we crave content we want we want content from the band and we want new music and so we, we, we want it all but that's just maybe part of the creative process. Now, Bismarck, though, you know, back to that, I, I don't have a great answer. Um, no, on why unfortunately. I think the, you know, back to this song, I, yeah. I, I totally can hear um, Preservation Hall Band guesting um, Ooh, at the end okay. of the song. It just seems like the most uh, you know, perfect you know thing. What though? What? It is, Joe, and I like, I, I, I can say I like the end, but I think I would have preferred the song if it just kept going with that, stuff, that, that vibe. Up there. Yeah. The, the rocking but, chair. but only this song, right? I want those other songs to be, you know, relegated to the old B side or whatever. But the other E one songs, yeah, 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 yeah. But but so it's weird. Here I am saying I kind of like the the, the turn it takes. At the same time, I I would have liked to leave just leave that let let the first part of the song breathe a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Let you it like it? Uh, I like it. Um, I didn't give a rating. Um, like you, I, I, I like the end. I think the end has huge potential, more and more, um, just to build from a live perspective. Um, I think it's popular. A lot of people like this song. Um, they like the kind of country vibe of it, like your your Tennessee vibe that you're talking about. So, um, I, I'm probably maybe if you, I use your grading, probably a tilde. Uh, Ooh, a tilde. Oof. Okay. This is one time that I'm higher than you on a song. Oh, right. well, it's got to right, be. We'll, see, how, we'll see if that continues with with the next song. I can't. Um, I can't. I can't phone book this. I can't. I can't. I can't like everything. No, no, no. You you certainly can try though. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, there are two things this reminds me of, and um, Grusly in the chat called it out and echoed me on this. But this is she part two. At least the riff, the guitar riff. She for the for for the only thing, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Um, but I will tell you that I do not think Dave Matthews Band is a good rock and roll band, and despite how many times they throw songs like this at the wall, doesn't work. The chorus is like cigarette lit. The rain falls down. It's got the same vocal step as Siglet, which is a 
war crime that that band has not played that song yet, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so what gets played quicker? What gets played sooner, full band, Dodo or, or Cigarette Lit? Dodo? Yeah, but you're I probably right. That's, um, also, that's also a strong, strong argument for The Hague. That they haven't played so, I mean, that. Like also. Dodo's at least Dodo's at least appeared. Dave and Tim, and um, they've teased it full band back in eighteen. There, yeah, that yeah, couple yeah. shows. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I I I get the I get um the chorus. I get some Kit Kat Jam too. I get that in the chorus on the only thing also. Yep. I I also wrote down I don't know what I'm listening to. What do you mean? I, I, I don't know. I, I was on the plane. I'm listening to this thing. It's all over the place. It's I, I feel like I felt like I was in a bouncy castle with a bunch of kids just like knocking me all about. <laughs> That's what I like about this song. <laughs> so there I put a tilde because I don't think I dislike it. <laughs> oh, it's wild. I mean, we've been, I actually I mean, listen, we've been listening to this song for a long time um, live um, for for for. for uh, or at least like listen this 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 kind of sound, and I, I don't know I I I like it. It has staying power for me. Um, I, like I'm very happy with with this song. I would listen to it every time. Uh, my other notes were is I really like the the solo sections. Like I think you know the back and forth between Timmy and Buddy on this. I don't know. I just dig it. It's like not like we get that anywhere else per se on the album and it happens live on some of these other songs but happens on the album here and i don't know i just i i like it um i think this has just had had some benefit of being road tested like that we had a lot of songs that get road tested and like kind of figure out i don't know i don't think i'm i like when their voice vocals all come together and they and they do that singing thing as part of the chorus it it feels like i'm at a bush concert yeah yeah and i just saw them a couple of months ago like my neighbor was like, you're going to the break-in Benjamin Bush show with me. I'm like, I'm what? Hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I did have to wash out my sonic ears after that, I think. No offense to any break-in Benjamin or Bush fans <laughs> out there. That was interesting. But no, I, I, I get like that vibe and part of this song. I'm like, that's really weird. It's a tilde for me, Joe. It's a tilde. Wow. I like it. I'm a fan. I'm a, All right. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of it. I, I don't know. I don't know. I I can get into it. I could get into it. All right. I've been accused of being a wuss giving it a tilde instead of a salad plus. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to argue too much there. Plus. (laughs) Plus. Okay. All right. So (laughs) here's the song that everybody's loved and has such a fond memory of. Why don't they put this on an album? Da, 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 da. And I'm going to jump on the original thing that I never liked this freaking song. Really? And so um, I will say Fonz is all over this tune. He's grooving on it big time. Uh, there's an organ on here. Uh, the horns I, are kind of there. Um, the the album version, I, I, I don't know. I, I've just, this song never grabbed me. I feel like it. It reminds people of a certain era of the band that they want to go back to. It's just, it's just not a good song, and especially the instead of dun 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 dun, that's fine. But now the dun 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 dun, it's so on the nose with the even with the riff that it just 
I, I don't I don't care for That's it. Interesting. I, I think you might be in the minority on that though. Do you, I, I mean, might like, be. Like I said, I know everyone loves this song. I I don't yeah. care for it. Because my my take on this was, well, I mean, I like it. And listen, I love the end. The freaking uh, again, the horn part at the end of this song. I'll be I'll be cleaning my place, and I'll have that horn, you know, riff stuck in my head. And they've even expanded on it live, which is even you know catchy too. Um, my my take on this, which doesn't really meld with yours, is like I think it's one of the better songs on the album. But then I'm like, if how is a song from 2006 one of the better songs on this album? Like that's kind of a weird thing to say. Um, well, only thing came from 2012. Yep. But it's Very like odd. this song wasn't good enough to make a lot of albums that have that that have happened, but now it's on this album and it's so like would you say this, this is, is like, the this is the idea of you of this album. Well, that they don't do the funny intro to uh, No, but uh, I mean to, idea of you same era, right? That was an 06 song. Yep. And was put on the last album, and they grabbed some old. Oh, is that the strategy? Where they released a whole bunch of songs in 06, and they're like, "These are going to be our, these are going to be our our future album Cedar Maybe. songs." I'm yeah. I'm still sour. I I think they finally kind of cracked Sugar Will in a way. I think because because that's, it's a tough song to edit down. Admittedly, I, I and I we've seen them struggle with the shape of that song over over a number of years, but that has not seen a release yet, and it doesn't need a violin either. So let's go, baby. Give me that. Give me, give me sugar. Will. I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna have a sugar. We're gonna care for this. We're gonna. You want a sugar? Will Bismarck album, huh? Yeah. The the horn section in this song. This so you is, were never in the. You were never in the. Pa- you were song. never in the. Okay. Yeah, I like the end of the horn section. Ba, the end ba, ba, na, na. I like okay. the end. I, I like think the Family end. Matters needs their theme song back. I just. <laughs> Anyway. I uh I um I don't know I I think uh, I don't care about the point I was gonna make but I, I I like it um I think it's interesting that you know it's been around this long and and just now makes an album I know I'm in the minority on this I know I'm in the minority I just I for whatever reason I just don't I don't care for it I like it is that the horn section I hear I'm catching at the end of course it is that you don't like. Well, the horn section I do not like. This is not Steely Dan. I don't. I need. I need a jazz rock band. I. I yeah. Bum, yeah. Bum. Yeah. I just. They're all so talented. I just. I just. I just want a little bit more depth. I think to it. That's all. all it's right. okay. It's okay. So that it's a it's a negative for me. It's a negative. For okay. Me. How many negatives um, are you at so far? Including Break Free. Uh, I've got... I had Vane as a negative. I switched that to a to a tilde. tilde. I had um, something to tell my baby. And Break Free, that's the second. Okay, all right. So, so all Monsters, right. what's the song that you wanted to hear that they never play? You want to hear Toy Soldiers, right? That's like your, like, my God, mm. that's the song. We sings about toy soldiers in the first line, so that's for you, I'm sure. This song, I don't. I'm. I, this is very very light when I say this. This is Radioheadish, and not not. Don't take that too literally. The foggy spaciness. Is Tim's, this Mac head? 
this this is um the chorus and Tim's riff. It's haunting. Very oh, yeah. fake, foggy, oh, I got and spacey. spacey. Yeah, I got spacey. Walk around down. the moon. It's it's um that said, the song doesn't go anywhere for me. It's a negative for me. What? Oh, it's so catchy. I don't know. This is great. I like monsters. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I, I ended up saying no. Um, it's, it's too thin of a song. It's too soft of a song. It's, again, it's... We, I, we can't be... I think we might have the exact opposite on some of these, uh, on some of these songs. Uh... You I know what? I don't know what I'm judging everything after. Am I going to be p- picking this album back up and playing it? Sure. And I don't know. Like, the answer is I don't know. But I might never spin Come Tomorrow again. Like, never, ever. And not miss it. Did you ever? Um, I can't remember. Did you play acoustic guitar? I mean, did I play? I own an acoustic guitar. So you're like every college, you're like every college dorm kid. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, Just to be like, I could like uh, this, like I could picture just strumming on this and just like, you know, the back and forth and big strums on it. I don't know. I like, I like the, uh, I like it. Well, I'm listening to it again right now, and it's sandwiched between. Two negatives, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I literally have written on my notes one of the better, better songs. <laughs> I couldn't be more different. That's okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 kind of it's kind of got that E one feel to me a bit. What? It's no. a little thicker than no. It's E one. There's not a lot. There's not a lot going on there, Joe. Oh, I mean, Stefan is like, he's doing all this bass work, and I think it's funky. I, I, I okay. Uh, it's sway. It's you know, it's sway. It's swaying. You, you know, it's a swaying. Do you song, like it live? But... Yeah. I, I know like we're not. I know we're not reviewing live versions of the song. We're yeah. reviewing the album. I do. I mean, it's it's not anything. It doesn't bring anything over the top live. What? It... What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I mean, listen. To me, it's got like the the spaciness. It's like how what I describe with Virginia and the Rain. If you, it, I, I was a fan of Virginia and the Rain when it came out. It's got, it, you know, it's got this, you know, spacey guitar parts, and it's but it's also another overrated beat to song. it. And it's and again, it's Stefan's doing stuff on on the bass, and um, they're they're not they're not super similar, but from from those two perspectives, um. Okay. It's got that, and so that, it just must be what what. what oh, my, and you would say Virginia Rain's also Radiohead like. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. You know what it reminds and I, and me of, I, a and, bit? I, and I like Radiohead. So oh, we do, we both they, do. Yeah, we know that. Um, Virginia but they have some, Rain. They, they have some pretty d- distinctly different albums. Very um, much so, and I and I am not a fan of their most recent stuff. I after um, what so Kid A and Amnesiac were together. Those two are just. I mean, of course, OK Computer, but Kid A and Amnesiac was really where I started to become a huge Radiohead fan, yep. and I got to go backwards, right? I love that when I miss it originally, and then I get to go backwards. But it's um, And it's all, all good stuff going backwards, yeah. So what we got, where, Hail to the Thief was before those two or after? After. And then I loved that. I liked that. I loved In Rainbows. 
I loved in rainbows, but after that, I haven't been able to stick on, stay on the, stay on the wake forest, so to speak. I haven't been able to hold on. Um, But Virginia in the rain reminds me of the, the very beginning, very beginning, like the first second and a half of everything in its right place. Hmm. And that, that's got that Virginia in the rain's got that Mm. a little bit. It does. Do, yeah, do, 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 walk, do. Down, walk down. Yep. Yep. So that brings us to yet another E1 song to end the album. <laughs> well, you're going to end, end the album with an E1. I mean, if you're going to have why? some quiet songs on it. I don't know why, but I mean, you're not going to fill up the whole middle of the album with a whole bunch of quiet songs just to end on a on a loud song. It just, it, and, this and is... So what I did note was I wouldn't mind the song if half the friggin' album wasn't this. And that half is exaggerating yeah. a third of the album wasn't this yep um, to me to me this could i like i'm burnt out on this song um so we just heard it so much over the covid years um we've heard it so much live um i just i got burnt out burnt out and this could be one of the songs that dave has written and never appears in an album and i don't think it would anybody would be like why hasn't that made it it to an album you know like that that could be this could be bismarck right and and i don't think anybody would be upset i just i'm just a little burnt out on it so this one for me is my least favorite which sucks to to end on a on a least favorite i'd probably you know it's probably you know it's probably as the last song because of the message you know the message and um you know the the hope for the hope for he debuted you know. this at the like his playing from his house kind of right. stream right yeah yep exactly and then we and every stream thereafter and every opportunity <laughs> after it, it you know it got played a lot um and so i just think i guess it's a big chapter and it should be documented on an album but we i mean we had you know this is on on TV with strings already, you know, we, we had, we had, we had this exact recording already. Um, so I don't know why it didn't need to be on an album. So for me, this was my least you. Uh, yeah, I mean, probably, probably my least favorite. And, and admittedly that could be because it's the last song on the album. It's the last track. I definitively do not find myself interested by it. So it's an easy be like, yeah, throw it out. But, Okay, I'll take the other soft E1 songs that I really don't want to hear more than one of on an album. And I'll say Windows, and I'll say, I'll say All You Wanted, right? But I like All You Wanted. Um, uh, something to Tell My Baby, uh, and Looking for a Vein, right? And as, as we've gone through this, this thing is by far my least, you know, I, I, would, I would eliminate this one first easily. Yep, yep. Easily. Agreed. Well, at least, we, hey, we finally agreed on something. Yeah, took us yeah, to the last. Took us to the last song banana, to agree, but you know we finally agree. <laughs> yeah. So overall, we've got a canceled tour in the last five years. We've got a Come Tomorrow album that I am not afraid to say that I think was awful, awful. Um, this is the second album in eleven years. Uh, we've had the old songs and the bats and leak. You know we've got four ish. Dave solo E1 songs. And we've got a band that is pulling songs from 15, 16, 17 years ago when supposedly there's this outpouring of creativity and music and just piles of tracks waiting to be considered for an album. And we get 42 minutes of music. 42. 
I remember fighting about BTC. The band was fighting to like hit the limit of number of minutes on an album, and they did it. Mm-hmm. And now we've got 42 minutes after five years since the last thinker of an album. All of that has gone into my opinion on this. It's funny. I told Joe this, that I'm listening to the album on my phone. I downloaded it, but I had internet on the plane, so it automatically kept playing whatever after the album was done. And Gravedigger from Some Devil came on. And I'm like, holy shit. That is 6,000 times better than everything that came before it. So it goes to beg the question, is it completely fair to continually compare to what came before it? I, I think the answer is yes, but at the same time, you can say try to look at it, try to isolate it, try to leave that over there mm-hmm. um, and, and all of that. I, I think ultimately they're not a well-built rock band. So when they go away from the style, I'm not saying that every album has to sound the same, but they go away from the style that makes them unique, that that built the fan base. And that is, I'm sorry, violin and sax playing a very heavy play of that. And if you cut one of those legs off and now the sax, you know, it's not the same. And even if, you know, even if Roy was still alive and God, I wish he was, um, and you've got, but this morph into this horn section thing, it's, it's, it's different. You can't be the same band with that same panache when you take one of the most flamboyant types of instruments in this weird jazz fusion rock that you've got and just throw it away and say, you know, we don't need that anymore. You might not want that anymore, fine, but it doesn't mean you can capture that same magic. And I, and I don't think the band is built to capture that same magic sans fiddle and, and sans flowing, you know, horns. Um, if Dave wants to do a Some Devil Part 2, I encourage him because I freaking love Some Devil 1, man. I loved it. But you've got some of the most amazing musicians at their respective instruments in the world. And and that's why I, I demand a lot from a Dave Matthews Band album. Um, I, I think the best album song they've put out in 12 years is Broken Things. And they don't fucking play it. Like, of course they don't. Of course they don't. It's only the best song they've written in 12 years. Why? Because they'd be embarrassed because they can't do it without violin. It's just, it's 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 okay to admit mistakes or admit that we need something. Bottom line, though, if the whatever they want to do is what they want to do. But here I'm sitting as not an expert. Certainly, I'm a fan. I'm nothing more than a fan. Just my opinion. But I I do I do wish that there the the traditional core sound was still there. Um, that said. And I was I will say this, this review and listening in the background and talking with you, Joe, has mm-hmm. has altered my overall feel on the album already. We said we started with that. We said like like we're gonna be on the record, but guess what? It's probably gonna change. And listen, we heard it change uh as we did this. Yep. Um I would have said the album was what I give Come Tomorrow, a two out of five, I think. Oh geez, I wish I remembered. If yeah, really someone remember said that, that on YouTube, really. so I'm going to take their word for okay. it. I would have okay. given this album a two and a half before this, and I'm going to say it's probably sitting at a three for me right now, a three out of five. Which, it's far better than Come Tomorrow, um, but I the fact I, that it's not a one or a two from you, I, that's, no, that's, no, uh, but but you but you probably it, I'd be hard pressed to put it above anything else though either. But. Sure. Uh, but but yeah, it's it's I, I 
I want to go back and listen to this album and feel like somebody just puffed air into my lungs. And, and, and I hear the snare on best of what's around, or I hear the intro to Jimmy or, or, you know, so much, I hear that crispy guitar on so much to say, even let you down. Right. It's just kind of this weird little slow thing, but you got Roy whistling and, and, um, before these crowded streets, there is not a bad moment on that album. Not a bad moment. Um, certainly no Dave solo songs. And even Spoon, which could be the E1 if you want to force one into that. Uh, you've got the violin and, and, and Roy are all over that freaking thing. The flute. And, 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 I, and that, that's just, it's long gone. It's long gone. Doesn't mean you can't enjoy what's come after that but um you know i i'm 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 hedging I, i'm i've reframed expectations good news is i hadn't think yeah i was gonna say this is, you've come a long way yeah you've come a long way to to be right. able to, to to at least put start doing some compartmentalizing and yeah i think um yeah that it's your all your comments those that is how it was and and we've I don't even know what version of of the band we're saying we're on now. I we I know we had discussions about this. Uh, we we and we debate on are we on V four right now? Um, are we on release four? Four um, four five something like that. I think exactly four point five maybe. Four point five and so. But, but I look 4. at four point oh has been made end of life, so you have to upgrade. You can't stick around. That that's the thing. I have to upgrade. Oh, I can't stay oh on DMB one point oh. Oh, the battery life on four is just not great anymore. End of life, it's been it's been sunset, and I got to jump off. Yeah, yeah. So we're on we're on four or five now. Um, and so yeah, I I mean I I've I've always looked at it from that perspective. I I, I love love all the old stuff. I you know this is the this is the mental space you know that the creativity is right now, and that's not that this is bad. This is just. This is the kind of energy, right? This is this is the this is what we want to sing about. This is what how we want to play. Uh, it's it's different. Um, I like a lot of the songs. I didn't do a th- one. I didn't do a one through five. I, I think I already said it though. Like to me, this album, other than like the last song, Windows, it, I don't have any skips. Um, you know, I, I I will listen to everything. Uh, I think it's got a good flow. I like it. Um, if any, if I have the studio, all the studio albums on shuffle and songs from this come up, I'm, I'm, I, I find it, it's, fits well. Uh, it sucks. It took so long to get. Yeah, I think that. I mean, that's gonna be a, a comment, and I think it's very valid. Um, you know, a lot of these songs have existed for a long time. Some of them have been recorded. Um, some of the newer stuff, though, that they've just 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 recently done to have the more recent production dates, I, I think it's promising. Um, you know, it's the more recent stuff isn't necessarily the E ones. Um, okay. In my in my, in my perspective, do, so do you, Joe? Do you listen to old albums at all? Do you pull them up? Not intentionally. I, I don't really either. I don't either really. So I I could I could say, are you going to listen to it? In five right. years, but, but, but do we, you're do not we going out and listening to the old ones, right. you know, twenty. So that's not that's not a fair, probably not a fair comparison either. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm with you. I think I think the length of it works in its favor, and I guess that's kind of a backhanded insult in a way. It can't. It could be. Um, there are a couple also, songs that could have been drawn out, and I would 
me personally would have loved. Me too. But um, but at the same time, in a catalog now where the band's original songs on studio released albums probably are approaching 120, some I, I don't know something. You know, mm-hmm. at that point, it's okay to sprinkle in. You know, like you said, you put all the albums on shuffle. Am I skipping any of these songs? Probably not. Probably right. not. Right. That's a good way to look at it. I like that. Yep. Oh I, well, It's going to be interesting to see how it how it matures. Um, I will say and, this: and, yeah. the Twitterati are not are not are not pleased. Okay, what does that mean? Well, I solicited some opinions. Well, okay. I basically said, "What are your questions or points to be made about the new album?" And I then bubble sorted by positive, neutral, or negative comments. The negatives are the are the, of course, everybody on Twitter is is a bullhorn, right? And myself included, but. Um, uh, yeah. Would you, would you, would you be willing to give it a out of five star rating? The album? Yeah, I, I I would be willing to, I, I, you know what, for you, I would do that. I would give it, um, you all get the benefit from the blessings he bestows upon me. (laughs) Um, I don't. It's hard to. It's like hard because I don't really know what I've rated other things in the past or don't mm-hmm. remember. And so it's. Um, it's like what am I saying a five is? What am I saying a three is? Or what am I saying a one is? But I, I, I will say, I will say, I will say four. Ooh, I I had flashed when you weren't looking. I said a three point five to the to the viewers. I did. I was gonna say three point five, and I didn't want to do a rookie score either, but I did. Um, I mean, three point five is probably more appropriate, but that also sounds like. So middle of the road. I like to. I like when you say it's like you have to do one through five, but you can't say three. And it's like okay, you're you're like you have to say like which side of the three you're on. And um, hmm. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. Um, if you yeah, force so. me on either side of three, I'm saying two point five. But I'm but I'm not. I'm saying three. You know what's interesting is uh, I remember when we rec- we we heard um, that girl is you um, when the album came out, and we were like, what? Did did we did we only have one take on the vocal on this? Uh, we were like, what, what, what's going on? And now it's like, well, it's just like a, it's still a great song. It's a great song, great song live. And um, I wonder I mean, the live how you make me appreciate the studio. You, we'd so probably still be rolling our eyes at it if they've never played it live. Isn't it amazing how a live performance can make you make you appreciate or whatever the you know the studio check, even though it's got nothing to do with it. It's not nope. you know. Nope. Yep, and they can like kind of complement each other. It's almost like a remix, you know. It's like you can really love the live, and then you hear the studio. And it's like, ooh, remix, a little bit something yep. different. Um, well, let's rip so through a few questions. Yeah, questions. Yeah. Yeah, we've already got where we've been. We talked about that. Uh, Jason Grog says, "Will a band push to make their next album sooner than their five-year recent pattern? And uh, when do we expect the bandmates to start retiring?" That's a little more morbid on on the back end. I. <laughs> I think that, will the band push to make the next album sooner than five years? Why? What gives you the indication that they would? Would be my response to that. Right, and if they're still, you know, kind of being creative and making new music or changing the songs that they have now, you know, do we need an yeah. album? Darian, uh, is, is that is that gonna change a lot of things? And in some ways, I mean, this might be great. Like, right now, after we get an album and now we tour. We're gonna hear you're gonna hear five or six songs from the album at the show. I, I might argue that people kind of would rather not have an album tour and right. keep keep. Oh, the I never want an album tour. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. yeah, no, no. 
And so from that sense, if you if you really appreciate the, you know, you're really like, I'm all about the live show, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you might not want another album. You might just be happy that they're, you know, keep touring and being creative and with the existing songs or new songs and that, but then you get more varied, you know, set did you Did you see the set list tonight, the encore? I did. Uh, so, I do now. Another, so first uh, of all, they close with Jimmy and Brickhouse. Mm. Your favorite. You never know an E1. And that Darian Lake guy shook. <laughs> Darian Lake got shook. It must be a New York thing. Um, you know, it's like, shake me like a monkey. Remember when that happened at SPAC? And, uh, F me the like a donkey. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's going to have staying power now. That's um, that's like, what, the second or third time? Yep. Second time, I think, yep. at least in my head. Uh, so what, Grable, Mr. Grable, Maddie, how you doing? Ask what are each of all's uh, favorite album songs live thus far? I, mine's Mad Men's Eyes. I, I, I'm gonna my favorite album. The, the track on the album is gonna probably translate also live too because mm-hmm. it grab. It's the only song on the album that grabbed me, and I want more of that because the bands can be very powerful with that. And I, I, that's where I feel like a lot. When I say the album is soft, it's a soft album, and I don't want a soft album. I want more interest, more, and, and so. Madman's all the way for me. You know what? I might have to. I might have to copy you on that one. Um, I do really love the end of Break Free, though. Ugh, the end of Break Free live. I could just. You could just put that on repeat for me, and let the let them keep playing through the. You know, let 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 the instrumental part just keep going. Um, you know, huh. I, I, I I I I love that part live. But probably if I'm thinking holistically. Uh, no, I might, I might go, I might switch it to Mad. I'm to um to Break Free. I might switch away from Mad. I'll say, I'll say Break Free. I could probably hear that live more frequently and not get tired of it. Um, okay. I get less likely. I almost opened a Christmas, uh, a Great Lakes Christmas Ale, um, for Mr. Grable there on the podcast. Um, but I didn't. Uh, but I almost did it in his honor. I have one in the fridge. Hmm. I've cut out beer, man. I mean, every once yeah. in a great while, but brown liquor diet, brown liquor diet, brown liquor diet for sure. It's worked. It's worked. Um, you know what? There are a lot of people who have given some rougher comments on on the album, and I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily want to go there. I well, I appreciate everybody's feedback. Like, like I get the frustration, and I hope that like some of the stuff that. I shared jives with what you're saying, um, but there there is there is frustration, Joe. There is frustration. You're not trying to pile. You're not trying to pile on. No, I no exactly, and and there, there's been some comments about horns and violins and and things of that nature, um, but you know, ultimately, ultimately, you're you're going to probably get more negative than positive on Twitter, and that's that's nobody's fault. Um, but I, I do think there's there seems to be a feel that there seems to be a feel that at least on an album level there's or a studio level I should say that the band has has focused elsewhere right that I, I get I get a sense I believe it I believe that they they view the studio as a burden and not not a truly creative outlet for them. Yep. It's a shame. Just it's a shame because we've seen what they can do. We've seen what they what they can do. Then again, 
you know, are you the same person you were 25, 28 years ago? And do you have the same tolerances or desires or, you know, appetite for the bullshit at that point? Yeah. Yeah. If you got nothing to do other than sit in your room, um, you know, at home, uh, you're going to come up, you got a lot of, what do they say? Boredom is the, is the biggest source of creativity. You gotta, yep. you gotta be bored to really create. Um, I wasn't doing I homework think- in college. I was starting ants. Yeah, there you go. I was, uh, I was, but could I start it again? No. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, I don't think any of them are, I don't think any of them in their lives at this point are bored. Um, I think they got a lot of things going on, so it's going to be hard to match the the level of creativity when you don't have as much stuff going on in your life. But it it sounds like such a bad thing. Like I, I, I'm like, like I said, no skips on this album. Um, I just gave it a four. Um, I mean, that's, I could, I could really ride you on that. Yeah, I, I, I could not say if that's a four, then what's crash and what's BTCS? They're all. That's five. why I said I didn't know. I don't know what I rated everything else. You're and, going by tenths. I, you got like four point seven. You're you're sneaking in there with a tenth, like on untapped. I'm gonna. Like I'm going to. It. I'm going to say that I can't do the tenths, and I had to use whole numbers, and so that I was just four. You I could was do halves. I know you can, but I'm saying I'm I'm gonna use that as my scapegoat. That it's like it was between a three or a four, or between a four and a five. Um, you know, if I'm only going whole numbers. I'm going four. It's a closer. It's closer to a four than it is to a three. Okay, that's what you're saying, as but I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, three just seems three doesn't seem appropriate. That's fair. That's fair. I'd love getting your ass on record for this. That that's maybe ah. my favorite part of it all. I just one wish of these days. Yeah. One of these days yeah, we go back to the archives. We're gonna pull this up, and you're like. Yeah, you remember you said freaking uh, the only thing was a good song. You know? I think I I think I put I think I put away from the world into the big four, didn't I? Didn't I call it the big you have, four? You have you have you have you have such a good memory when it comes to that. I, I oh, I don't have a good memory. I I remember my my embarrassing hot takes, and that's different than a good memory. <laughs> yeah, I those things to that torture you at night. Yeah, yeah, that you yeah. yeah. I you relive. What I do is I take my shirt off and I take my switch and I go, boom, you said away from the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Joe, can we, I'm going to put you on the spot. Can we try to try to get a little bit more regular with this? I know if you're at the show, certainly you can't record. <laughs> yeah. And I know you had to skip a social engagement tonight to come home, but it's not just me. It's for the, it's for the fans, for everybody. <laughs> I would love to do this more in the regular. Certainly not, not it, an hour, it, not not an hour and a half. Yeah, forty-five yeah, this minutes. Is a spe- this was a special occasion. This is a an album, an album, an al- new album. Um, well, if, pe- if people want it, um, I'm happy to. Um, you know, I, I love you talking with Joe you. At the show. Love- when are you going to do another podcast? That's just right there. Remember that quote. It already when happens. It already, <laughs> it already, ha- it already happens. Um, it's mainly because they want to hear from you, not from here. From oh me. yeah, I'm sure. Uh, listen, anybody sees me, I love talking about DMB. I love talking about the business of DMB and um, the history. And so, um, as I talk about it a lot at shows and and, and hanging out before tailgating or anything else, and I, I love to talk with anybody about it. Throw a microphone around, and we, we probably could record it. Um, I know there's a, there's a lot of energy out there right now. There's a lot of great content. Just this community is definitely actually in a, I think in a pretty good spot. A lot of a lot of creativity out there across the community, um, which is great to see. Uh, and, and I'm trying to keep pushing with Hub, man. I've got um, 
I, the live activities were a big deal. I did some improvements to the streaming player. So now you can scrub right from the lock screen and all that, you know, it's quality of life improvements. Um, mm -hmm. when our amazing tapers pop these tapes up in no time, which by the way, the not the expected, tapers have been amazing. Thank a taper, expected. buy a taper, a beer, if, you see, yeah. if, if they drink and not all, yeah. not all of them drink. And, but if, and if you maybe... see a beach ball going around near a taper, grab that thing and rip that effort open. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so they've been great and trying to get those tapes up um, to stream. Um, everybody, uh, you know, the feedback on the hub has been great. Um, it's a labor of love for me. Uh, it's frustrating but enriching at the same time because I'm trying to take advantage of new technologies to do things. Um, one thing that I really want to do is head-to-head um, -head stat comparison. I, I continue to Ooh. talk with Joe about this in terms of, you know, how do we, how do we trade and say, I'm going to look up how my stats stack up against Joe's and, you know, obviously be emasculated when I look at those statistics, but, <laughs> but, cause that's how I measure myself. But, um, you know, things like that. Um, yeah, I think, think that's all. Yeah. To be able to just kind of, you know, you're talking with somebody and compare what shows you've done together yep. or what tests. Um, there's, I think that that's super cool. And one of the things that I still want to do, who knows, Joe, I want to, I want to kind of cold playify the app if people want to break the phone out at some point during the show and it syncs up and it the lights are all flashing at the same i think it's i think it's possible we'll see we'll <laughs> so see that was, that was... so, so i can locate you uh yeah during yeah in the show but um that that's all made possible by people supporting and and to our to our ants plus subscribers um plus there are there are a few of you out there thank you so much for the support on that it's a it's a huge help it helps keep the server humming along and, and i say the server i think the ant site is probably uh, contributed to by about five or six virtual machines that all kind of go in and play their own role. Database server, a couple of web front ends. We've got a we've got a Back message bus end. listener. We wrote our own library to send out those push messages. Those things that server sends out over a million messages a show. A million. Torrent, torrent server. Yep. Uh, torrent yeah, tracker. Uh, yep. Yep, I, I have every, I host everything and I serve it. Show, I, show I yeah, all the short show recordings. Yep, yeah. I think I've served over sixty-five terabytes. I've shared out historically wow. over that, and, and and the people who jump on just seed, it that's been awesome. Um, yep. If anybody wants to help, if anybody you know, it it you know doesn't pay well as in zero, but if anybody <laughs> wants to help, you know, feel free to reach out. Um, and to the people who want Hub on um, Android, it's flattering to be asked that. It is. And Joe knows me. I would love to say yes. I would love to say it's possible. Um, it's just not. And in fact, updating the Hub for live activities and keeping it up to date for iOS 16 and now 17 coming down the pipe, keeping the server up to date in terms of the code and the server patching and everything almost breaks me as it is. And that's not you know, forget about the fact they have a family and a job and da, 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 da. Mm. I just, I'd love to, but it's, if I have time for one platform, I want to reach the most people possible. And iOS is just the way it is. No offense. That's all. Um, I, again, I'm flattered. I appreciate the ask. I don't mean to be a jerk when I say, sorry, it can't happen. Just, I'm sorry, it can't happen. But if you own a company that does Android apps, uh, uh, maybe we can talk now. Uh, and and we, you know, we, awesome job. We have a we have web versions of a lot of things. So the the Android people are not left out for mobile. Um, you know, live show live show notifications go out via Twitter. Your yep. personal hub stubs can be accessed via via the the web page and, and pulled up yep. on your the stubs on your hub. So. 
a lot, uh, setless game, like a lot of the functionality still mobile accessible, um, just via a web page versus a built-in app. Um, so, um, and it's just iPhone in the U.S. is still the um, the major, the major, the major install yep. base. Yeah, it's, and, it's uh, just it's amazing um, how much time gets spent just to keep that keep that app running. I I'm I'm absolutely well over a thousand hours into that app easily, yep. and that's not to mention everything I do in the app. I have to write the write the API on the server side to get the data out and back and forth. So it's and this is where we trans this is where we transfer to the tech tech podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. You know this, Joe. And, and like, I know I we talked to, about that years and years ago. I would love to get nerdy with people who want to hear me. I've thought about doing Twitter Spaces too, where I just fired up. I've had you know one of my little whiskeys one night, and I'm like, I'm just going to kick up Twitter, but. You need a co-host, right? I, I, I've tried it, the spaces. I've tried testing it out. I, I don't know if I could keep up with people tweeting or if there's a way to see it, but I would need somebody like Joe to jump in with me. That way we could just start. Yeah. I've never done a spaces, so maybe Would you maybe ever join a spaces with me? I, I don't know what that well, – I don't know what I'm committing to, but if you ask nicely, uh, you're a good friend. I will, I will do it for you. Wow. You hear that, everyone? <laughs> I love it. Much like well, my album rating may change later, maybe that maybe that opinion will change. It's got to be. I got my cousin right now, uh, Brian, texting me and referencing a link to a, a review that I was I was fawning over. Stand up. I was you excited said, after you just listening said, you party. Well, you just oh, I mean, if you go to an album listening party, you're definitely going to get a little bump in the rating. Uh, you know, F in the chat for my cousin. F in the chat, folks, right down there. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> I'll send his email out in a tweet soon enough. Well, Joe. Send hate, send hate mail here. It's late where you are. It's getting late. It's late where I am. Um, I had bath time with my daughter before before uh, recording here. and That's why the hair looks so good. Yeah. yeah she insisted on the bubbles and putting put some of the suds up there. But um, this has been raucous i i can't I'm wait to do it for the when the next studio album comes out yeah we'll see you in five six seven years <laughs> <laughs> in the meantime we'll be keeping uh, all the rest of the community stuff going um and uh you know and setless game and, i mean we uh, turned 20 forums. since our last podcast yeah which uh, that's wild um and and the album discussion thread on this album what, what, we were at something million um, views, two million, two million views, and a few thousand posts. I, I'm trying to remember remember off the top of my head, but um, thank you to this community. Um, we just keep trying to support it. We're yep. all fan, we're fans here too, but we're also technologists that uh, keep it going. So uh, can't wait for can't wait till the next time we get to chat. Yeah, looking forward to it. Joe, it's good to see you, buddy. It's good to chat with you as always. You're my muse and, and my friend, and uh, I love you, man. It's great, great, great to chat. Yeah. Thanks, everybody Until listening out there. Till next time. Peace, y'all. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast. Visit AntsMarching.org and be part of the largest DMB community on the Internet. Show downloads, Tour Central, personal show stats, and set list game, and so much more. AntsMarching.org, the best stop for all things DMB.